from the Chisel Dome, emitting rays of truth, justice, and the suburban way, and tearing the podcasting genre asunder with the unmatched audio thunder, domiciled in the gorgeous, iconic, monumental Roswell, Georgia. Thank you, beautiful ladies and bad mofos. This is episode number 14, and we have some unbelievable guest hosts here with us tonight to join in the fiesta, one here for his first dance at the rodeo, and one here for his third appearance, and trust me, my friends, get ready to laugh your ass is off. We will introduce them both very shortly. Let's get right down to it and introduce your lovable co-host of the Weekend Social. Introducing first the man to my right, standing in the green corner, one half of the Husky Weight Tag Team Podcast Champions of the World, faster than a dog driving a car in reverse, more powerful than a group of teenagers, able to leap into a cubby hole in a single bound, proving that backflipping pulls the motherfucking puss, the home office colossus, the pride and joy of the hayfields of Ohio, lord of the house Roswell and King of the North. He is he Let's get down to the coin collector. Let's do it. I am your master of ceremonies, the engineer of the weekend social train, desperate to keep it on the tracks. The artistic swearing, geek shirt wearing, podcast tearing, gummy bearing, guitar plucking, out of luck, and two buck chucking, motherfucking, agent of change you can believe in and put in your piggy bank, and the high priest of the church of pinching pennies, I am the Chisler. See the money, count your bills, Chisler's about to lay the smackdown on podcasting in front of the millions of the Chisler's fans. All right, E-Money, let's go ahead and do the plugs. Want to hit him with it? Hell yeah, man. So for the contact info, check out the show nut. We're on Twitter, Facebook, email, our website. Send us your feedback, thoughts, or ideas. We love hearing from you guys. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, review us wherever you are listening to us. And if you want to do us a huge favor, rate us on Podchaser. Link is also in the show notes. Thanks, guys. Nicely done, E-Money. Also tonight, we are going to be featuring some listener emails that were sent in as part of the Chisler Challenge. So thanks, guys, for that. Uh, We got some great feedback, some great questions. Stay tuned. We're going to read them after Quick Bits. Last episode of The Weekend Social featured The Watcher and Reggaetron, two absolute juggernauts for the show. Truly a great time with both of them. There's a lot that we had to take out of that episode, by the way. You might be hearing some solid bonus content in the next outtake episode. Hell yeah. But enough administrative masturbation e-mizzle let's shuffle up and deal and introduce our special guest host here with us tonight joining us tonight making his way to the podcasting squared circle for his third appearance a man with fireball running through his veins a former mma fighter the world-renowned destroyer of opponents rental cars and tire shop bathrooms hands down
down the hardest son of a bitch walking God's green earth. The 4x4 trucker motherfucker. Let's quit talking turkey and start quoting jerky. Ladies and troglodytes, beware. The Tasman cometh. Tasman! Yo, man, what's going on? How you been, big dog? Good, man. Well, thank you for making the uh, the exodus up here, <laughs> the four-hour drive from yeah, your house in Alabama. I packed a bag and uh, brought some snacks. Oh, there you go, man. <laughs> you, got the, you got your pee bottle in the car and all Absolutely. that shit? Fuck yeah. Well, thank you. I'm very glad that you could join us tonight. Absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce your partner in crime for this evening. Here we go. Making his way to the podcast, his tag team partner for tonight. We've referenced him multiple times on this podcast and on the prior show. Savvy business executive by day, fearless roadhog by night. If he can't truck it, y'all can just fuck it. The definitive sharpshooter, armed with the uncanny ability to silence an entire room with a single comment. Hailing from the Bronx, New York, by way of what's it to you, tough guy. Ladies and swivel dicks, brace yourself for the verbal hurricane force winds. He is... So glad that you finally made it to the show. We've been talking about getting you on the show with Tasman for years, truly. But we finally got you here. I am absolutely ecstatic to be here. Well, very glad that you made it. Really quickly, to both the guest hosts, we have a question. Before we get down to business, you guys going to make a run at the Tag Team Podcast Championship belts tonight? You better fucking believe it. All right, very cool. Absolutely. You think you can crack Chisler's list, Double D? Absolutely. Let's uh, do this. Bring it on. E-Money and I were talking about it last night. We had a topic prepared that would stump the chumps. <laughs> it would make you feel like a bag of dicks, and I switched it out. So I could be a real dick, but I'm only going to be kind of a dick tonight, okay? <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, start with the most self-evident question for the show. Double D, what you got planned for this upcoming weekend? Oh, uh, This weekend, we are heading to the wife's family out in Michigan and flying back to New York for five days of fun in the snow. Yeah, it's going to be good. Spending Christmas with the family and everything? Christmas with the family, seeing the boys, you know, it'll be epic. Fantastic, man. I hope you guys have a safe trip. Oh, yeah. uh, what's Is it snowing yet in New York? Oh, it snowed in New York. It started snowing somewhere around like August. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. it was 90 degrees out and it was still snowing. So, yeah, they've they got hit pretty hard already. So it's funny like that. So, <laughs> you know, hey. Yeah, it's like, hey you fucking know. New York, man. That's right, man. So. Well, fuck yeah. Uh, Taz, man, what you got planned for this upcoming weekend? Uh, obviously, finishing Christmas shopping. Yes, no doubt. <laughs> What'd you get me? I didn't get you anything, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get me? Same thing I get you every year. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Give him a pat on the back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, basically. So you're going to be doing some Christmas shopping, catching up? Well, I mean, we're almost done. Just got to do a couple little things. How, how much have you done so far, like percentage-wise? About 90%. That's solid. Yeah, about 90%. We're probably at 5%. <laughs> <laughs> we got some We got some ground to cover over the next uh, how many days? Uh, I haven't done my advent calendar yet, apparently. So you're missing on the little chocolates. Oh, that that's, yeah. <laughs> I've got mine full of 
little booze. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> little shots. Little shots of Fireball. We they have it. A fireball advent calendar. They have it. I can get one. That's I can make right. you one. <laughs> <laughs> Give me six I know weeks. What I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a big bottle with 20 straws. There you go. There you go. So, Tasman, are you planning on going anywhere for the uh, Christmas holidays? Or you no, stay in actually, town? No, we're staying in town. We're going to have uh, everybody down to the farm and everybody over for the Christmas holiday. And then uh, afterwards, I'm just taking a couple of days off. Yeah, a couple of things we do need to talk about, you know, recent events at the Taz Farm. <laughs> but we'll save that for the spotlight section, okay. if you don't mind. Cool. Uh, E-Money, what you got planned this upcoming weekend? Going to OH. Going to the state of Ohio. Yeah. So, you guys are going to be there for a good... Uh, so, good... I'll be close, Double D. There you go, man. <laughs> oh, so, uh, Visual Bit Audio Podcast, Double D is wearing a Michigan Wolverines hoodie. Got to represent. Well, so did uh, Ohio State all over their candy asses. <laughs> <laughs> gotta say they this did is where the conversation goes south <laughs> yeah chisler came over to my house to watch that game yeah. the first first half didn't look too good but the second half went mighty fine <laughs> and i don't even like ohio state i'm the biggest bandwagon jumper ever. <laughs> so you're headed up to ohio to be with the fam with the fam daddy nice. badger uh mommy badger the whole family all I the mean, cousins yeah dude this is a huge italian family so yeah. it is going to be absolutely insane well, it's gonna be fun though. I hope the trip holidays, so right? We, yep. We were talking about the logistics of the trip. You've already got like who's driving what legs of the trip. I'm trying to make me not do anything. Yes, that's because great. I'm like, I'm actually gonna take a fucking vacation. It's like nine hours. It's twelve hours. It's twelve hours. And now I have my daughter who can drive, the teenager, and and the wife. And I'm just like, okay, you guys can drive, and I'll. Play on my phone. You'll sit in the back like Miss Daisy. It's straight up 75 (laughs) until you hit 71, 76 and 71. So you're looking to play some euchre on this trip. (laughs) That is definitely going to happen. I think one of the goals of this podcast needs to be to propagate euchre and bring euchre back (laughs) from the grave. Euchre is an amazing game. Hey, we should do some live euchre playing. Maybe that's where we get into some kind of video casting. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds sounds really exciting. And that's why euchre died. (laughs) (laughs) Well, very cool. Uh, anything else, Tasman? None right now. Anything else, Double D? I got nothing. Anything else, E Money? Well, Chisler, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, uh, I've already, I've already discussed it. But well, thank you for the, for asking. You do that every third episode. It's, yeah. it's getting better. Every once in a while, I ask. I, I want to know what he you're cares. doing. Yeah, he, he deeply I cares. I do care. Well, you're going to be out of town. Do you need a hug? No, I'm good. <laughs> I am going to miss you, though, because I've been over at your house like the last two weekends, like wait, three out of the four weekend nights. Wait, are you babysitting his dog again? No. 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 I'm taking the dog. You taking the dog with, with me. He's going to teach the dog to drive on that last leg. Yeah, exactly. Drive in reverse. Drive in reverse. Florida, yeah, yeah. AC shit yeah, bed. It did. Yeah. And you ended up camping out at his place. Yes, for a we while. did. Save my ass, man. <laughs> change the sheets. No, we slept on <laughs> the couch. You can't change the sheets on that motherfucker. <laughs> I did tell him to sleep in the beds. They were like, no, the couch is fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, all, all too easy. Yeah. Yeah. They got the UV okay. light out and went, no, <laughs> that ain't happening. No. <laughs> then you found that bag of dildos. It's like 36 of them. Yeah, the drawer like, was vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> Every right. time f- would come over, yeah. like the drawer would start vibrating. I'm like, dude, is that on Bluetooth or something? Yeah, seriously, it's got like a motion sensor. Wait, wait, wait. I got a perfect story for that. So one time long ago, it was in a strip club. Guy I like, I like, I like how this is going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Please continue, Tasman. So, guy's sitting next to me. He goes, dude, hold on to this. And it looked like a garage door opener. He's like, press the button. I'm like, all right. The girl up on the stage started twerking, all geeking out. I'm like, what the fuck? He goes, dude, she's got a little vibrator. <laughs> and when I hit the button, it vibrates. 
He had his bitch on remote control. On stage? <laughs> on stage. Uh, How see. much does that cost? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> man went out and bought him himself that night. This is, this is turning into like an episode of Lost. There are so many questions just by you telling that story that I want answers to. And every answer is going to be two more questions. Oh, I don't absolutely. know. I don't, absolutely. I, don't, I, don't, I, I, think I, I think we need to just pack that one up and say, that's good. <laughs> We're good. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else you want to share? Yeah, so I'm going to be not hanging out with E-Money next weekend. How do you survive? I uh, know we've got enough to do. We're going to be driving out to Texas. Texas to pick up the Texas kids and then doing a lot of shopping, which we've done none of yet. So yeah, it's going to be fun. For Looking your, forward to it. For your 45 kids? Yes. Yes. And we actually get to play Santa this year. So, so, so are you just going to hold your phone and watch your bank account just dwindle and dwindle and dwindle? And he dwindle. does that every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared for it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of shopping. Looking forward to doing a little bit of that, actually. Then we'll have the kids all here for Christmas. And we'll be hanging out. Working from home and fit in air quotes. Remotely. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. So that's what I'm going to be doing. A lot of shopping and driving back and forth to Texas and back. That only takes a, a minute only, or two. 26 oh, hours. So like, 17 hours each way. Wow. 900 miles each way. And we do the, we do it in 26 hours. We should seriously have CDL licenses. Like, we could fucking, we could tear this bitch up. Anything else, gentlemen? No, I'm good, well, man. Yep. Well, then let's, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna zig a zig uh, into our mini news segment that we call. You're damn right, E-Money. All right, E-Money, would you like to lead us off in the quick bidding order? Sure, man. I'm gonna ask you guys. Getting all serious. Who, who here goes into the restroom, takes their phone, and either plays a game? Oh my while god! You're on the shitter, or that was what that's what Double D was gonna break. Oh no! It's okay. It's good. This is your, this is your article. Is it the same one? It's the same one. It is the same one. It's the same one. Sharpshooter. Fifteen love. Did he get sharded? Yeah, he got sharp, sharp sharded. <laughs> sharp sharded. 15 love, he's money. Wow. Sharded. Who hasn't gone into the bathroom with a phone, right? That's where I get my best reading done. Reading, game time. Yep. So the whole entire thing is- Euchre. Euchre. <laughs> this company says staff will face smell check to ensure that they aren't operating phones in the toilet during working hours. All right, so yeah. listeners- <laughs> Uh, I woke up this morning and Double D sent me the, this exact article. He's like, oh shit, this is my quick bit. This is going to be my article tonight. And E-Money just rolled up in here and steamrolled him. Wow. That's pretty good. Damn. Toilet rolled Toilet him, I guess. Rolled. Sorry, <laughs> shit rolled him. I'm going to get you one, man. Shit rolled shit roll. him. Shit rolled him. Wow. Like, who doesn't take a couple minutes to take a shit, right? But that's the thing is, it's getting more and more. It's, it is getting more and more. It's not a couple of minutes. If you had the thing, it said if they're more than 10 minutes in there, yeah. they're going to do a smell check. And let's just call it as it is. I mean, I don't if necessarily you, blame them anymore. If you're a manager, say like a warehouse, something like that and the people are disappearing for restroom breaks minutes. and mm -hmm. they're now going for 15-20 minutes fuck yeah go check they're either trying to beat level 238 in Candy Crush <laughs> yeah. they've hit Candy Crush six times <laughs> or they got dysentery it's I mean, all about the work ethic nowadays or lack thereof there is no work ethic there with is no work most of the time oh here we go here Hello. we go oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, you guys are doing your own sound effects <laughs> now I like it I don't even have to do that in post zero and it did, it's not as a recent. Me, the Tasman, and uh, Chisler were at zero. I mean, uh, they, they made the mistake sometime in 2005. They made it, said, we're going to give me an intern. I did not want an intern. And they said, well, you're getting one. So they sent one from the across the street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they sent me this young lady who was going to intern 
in our department and yeah. there was zero work ethic. The first question this young lady wanted to know was where her office was going to be. Oh, very nice. Yes. And I said, you could go grab one of those portable file cabinets, which we called a Moby. The we Moby. Call, the Moby. The Mobies. Yeah, you could go get a Moby and get a cubicle. And she like goes- Like build it like Legos. Yeah. You know how that works. And she went to say that you have an office. Why don't I have an office? Well, this is back when we had that open floor environment yes, too. back in the, yeah. Oh, God damn it. I hate those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate yep. that shit. Yeah. This company is going to have somebody go in and smell for poop. Yes. Smell for poop, man. Smell for poop. If You know the perfect way around that is that poopery shit that you spray down first. I sprayed the poopery. Flush that shit what, down. What, what the fuck is poopery? Wait, you haven't seen that shit? No. Poopery for your ass, man. It's poopery for your ass. It's a little bottle. It's about a couple inches big. Pre-shit. You spray it you in the toilet. You spray in the toilet. And what it does is it captures the shit smell underneath an oil layer. I swear to God. What's it, the point of that? It makes <laughs> it, I swear to God, it makes it smell like fucking Fruit Loops. It does. I'm not even joking. It, it smells like yeah, but fucking that de- Fruit Loops. That defeats the whole purpose. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Done, you were kind of proud of that stink. <laughs> smells, smells like warm biscuits. Jesus, as you're, really you're, so as you're walking out of a bathroom with six stalls, and you see that person walking in, and you're like, Don't go in, don't there. go. Yeah, <laughs> leave that one alone. What's the penalty for somebody who fails the sniff test? Oh, dude, I mean, it can be a fine, it can be days off. It's, it's time docking. It? What's this company that's that's doing this? They will not name the company. That's really dangerous. You can't do that. I, how dirty are our phones? What is the total amount of wasted time that actually companies are losing? Now, it used to be worse back in the day when people would smoke, right? Yep. Yeah, back back in the day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Continue. I can see where you're going with like this. Like 15, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. 15 seconds For, ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when they were smoking without smartphones. Right. So you go to the loading dock, smoke for 15, 20 minutes, then come back up. Yep. Well, according to HR, you're supposed to have a 15 minute break. Every two hours. Every, Every two, two hours. hours. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the real world. In the real world. In the real uh, world, that shit don't fucking matter. If you're away from your job for an excessive amount of time, they're going to come into the bathroom, make sure you're taking the actual poop. You know damn well there's going to be that overzealous admin that's that gonna, loves that to, catch, loves that to catch that shit. Or the person sitting right outside the bathroom. The unlucky motherfucker that has like the equivalent of 42A in an yeah, NDA, you know like it right next to the shitter. It's not a, It's not just the millennials, too. <laughs> he's right. back on the millennials. All right, it's not about the millennials. Listen, that's because he's already got his AARP card. Taz, man, I'm already 15. All right. We'll call her Hippie Chick. Yeah, Hippie Chick. Hippie Chick. Yes. Worked with somebody who was our age or my age. Yeah. Yes, sir. That would literally post that she was, you know, in the bathroom and, you know, taking her time because she hated her job that much. And and I sat there, I read this one day and I'm like, how fucking stupid is this girl? Like, she would post on social social media that, that she is in, you know, in the crapper. For like a half hour because she hates her job and this is where she hides out. And I'm, I remember reading this and going home to Hippie Chick once going, what the fuck? I mean, how fucking stupid is this person, right? Somebody is going to eventually catch that. And sure enough, they made her life miserable to the point where this person no longer works. She decided to get up and leave. Not too bright. The fact that there, there's a stopwatch because you've had you've had the freaking like bad day where like, hey, I got bubble guts. Shouldn't I should not have eaten the endless shrimp at Red Lobster? Okay, just shouldn't have done it. You know, the gas station sushi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you had the heat lamp. You know, heat <laughs> lamp dinner, which is you know you shouldn't have had, but you did it anyway. And this shit's coming out your ass sideways. And the <laughs> The only thing that you can do is instead of 
shitting your pants at your desk, Wait. shitting in the toilet and waiting for the earthquake to subside. One of the times I was here, didn't we talk about shitting our pants? Oh, we, oh, did. Yeah. we did. We did. We might have to ask Double D we about some of that. Get him caught up to speed. <laughs> yeah. But really, I honestly think even when you are at your quote unquote shittiest, <laughs> well, okay, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It really yeah, only yeah. It, it really only takes eight nine minutes. So that ten minute timer while I'm reading are about saying- all the news and playing my euchre on my phone. <laughs> It can take me 25. Yeah, see? <laughs> but back when we were started off, there wasn't the phone that someone left a newspaper there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there was a newspaper How there. much shit was on that newspaper? And you know what? Yeah, what type of germs was on that paper? You know? <laughs> the things we did. <laughs> the things we did back in the day. You know? There's no mention of what this company is. No, uh-uh. Other com- companies think, are they thinking that other companies are going to follow suit? I think that HR people are probably going to latch onto this. Oh, it's going to run like fucking rampant it is gonna run you see crazy now you've seen the reverse there was another company that had an incentive that was telling they were gonna give non-smokers six days off at the end of the year oh that's badass right they were gonna give them six days off to make up for all the smoke breaks they did not take that is badass actually i know that would make somebody quit yeah yeah it's not the craziest thing but they do this company's doing it in reverse well thanks for stealing my (laughs) and that and that is e-monies don't forget to wash your hands and flush and definitely sanitize your phone quick bit very nice e-money uh tasman yes sir have you brought a bit of quickness for us three to witness i did kind of related to the one that i had the last time i was here about the zombie deer so this one takes it a little bit further there's a guy that killed a deer took his teeth took the teeth out of the deer made dentures of it okay and then ate the fucking deer <laughs> with the deer's own fucking with the deer's teeth. own fucking teeth that is like just badass it is kind of badass. Tell me more, Taz, man. I need to I need to know more. Francis Wharton was far from civilization when he found himself needing a pair of dentures. He just realized it that, that one time. <laughs> he just realized <laughs> like that one moment. Where is this man domiciled? He's in Canada. Okay. Canadian listeners. Fucking <laughs> Canadians. Oh, we love we love Canadians. <laughs> this was actually back in the sixties though. And yep. he shot a deer and used the teeth to make dentures for himself. He turned around and ate the deer with his own teeth. Man, that's a way to go. He made a nice little set of teeth with a full upper denture. <laughs> that's pretty badass. That's, that's so, ingenuity. That's yeah. I would say that's using your resources, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Maximizing your efficiencies. This guy's from the sixties that was doing it? Yeah. This is just coming out now. Just coming out now. Like how badass is this guy that we're just unlocking his secrets? <laughs> like he probably passed away. They probably found him. Wow. And really with deer teeth, teeth, in, teeth his in his mouth. <laughs> man, so that, a little note as we go back to the zombie apocalypse shit that we've talked about. The before, zombie deer that you talked about deer. on episode ten, yes. Exactly. As we go into the zombie apocalypse, now you can make deer dentures. So we unless, got that covered. Unless they're the, uh, the the mad deer disease deer. That was mad cow disease, wasn't it? No, no it's no, mad deer it's disease mad now. Deer disease. No shit. Oh, oh no really? Shit. That's what we talked about. This is okay. So I do want to go touch on that. On our drive back from Texas, the last visit, all through Louisiana and through Mississippi and Alabama, there are signs saying, do not hunt and bring deer meat back into our state. We're trying to keep the zombie deer, the mad deer disease out of our state. So it's it's approaching the southeastern states. Alabama would be an improvement. Yeah, it would be. They sleep with their cousins. They sleep <laughs> with their cousins. Jazz, man. <laughs> they sleep with their cousins there, but they can't bring in freaking deer meat. <laughs> All right, 15 love. <laughs> Double D. Uh, what do you got? I'm, I'm, I'm being a pretty generous line judge here, Ebony. What do you got? 
I'm not following up on that. <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even know where to go with this. This this is a, this I now we'll kill this one. Uh, we will go ahead and kill that like the deer. We'll kill that like the deer. Make a pair of dentures. Yeah, make a pair of dentures. And then eat that motherfucker. And then eat that motherfucker. <laughs> well, that my effort in motherfuckers is Tasman's. Very cool. Double D. Uh, Double day, <laughs> as they say in France. Do you have a microscopic news topic? I, 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 I think I have found one because you know the e money stole mine. Yes. I mean, you should have seen the chiseler's face when he's reading. He looked at me like, "What just happened?" Yeah. Visual bit audio podcast. Jaw to the floor. Oh, no way. That's a first ever. Never right. been done before. Okay, here we go. Real quick. Who needs a drink? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to crack this one open. Seltzer. Ah, uh, you're, you're the chiseler light. We don't, we don't name names here on this podcast except for uh, Jessica Young at White Claw. Just, just Jessica Young, Young at White Claw. Claw. Yes, it's very is. refreshing. It's a tasty beverage made by and Usually you had to like force through the discomfort. The nastiness yeah. of Nelly. And then you're like, oh, hey, that's not that bad. And it's fucking cheap as shit. It is. Cheaper than those things. Uh, it, yeah. Actually, it's not when you go to Kroger. Double D, hit it. All right. <clears throat> A teen runaway found camping inside of Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> All right. Oh, no way. Employees at a Bed Bath & Beyond in North Carolina discovered an uninvited sleepover guest hiding in the store when they opened up. Did they say what, what area of the store that she was in? <laughs> Did not say. Bedding. Soft lines? <laughs> Hard lines? Soft lines? Oh, I don't know. It was in the appliance section. Anyway. <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> the Archangel Macho Man oh, says... Yeah. <laughs> okay, the News and Observer of Raleigh reports that the store employees called local police at 8.30 a.m. Monday, and officers responded to a breaking and entering in progress. Okay, so there was some in the store in the morning yeah, it was sleeping a- at Bed Bath. Okay, number one question. How many of the people in this room have been in a Bed Bath & Beyond in the last five years? Raise your hand. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> How about I, the last five I days? Thought, yeah. Video podcast. Yeah, all yeah, three. Everybody raised their hand. I, I did not because I didn't even know those still existed anymore. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's the only store that's still in business at How this point. How can you not? They're everywhere. Uh, Amazon.com. Yeah, but they don't give you those 20% off coupons that's that show true. up every few days in the now, now I have seen those. Yeah. I, uh, you would think the happening would be all over that exactly. shit because yeah. it is but, really like a deal store. Well, yeah, the happening's right. in the kitchen. Uh, when was the last time happening that you were at a Bed Bath & Beyond? Three years ago. I'm bringing you coupons next time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you got coupons. I'll take them. I got coupons. Chisler approved. We get them like every other day in the mailbox. 20% yeah. off. $10 off. $5 off. Make it off. rain savings. I can make it rain, bitch. Make it rain. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be stripping down for you, bitch. <laughs> you, see, you throw some coupons up there. Chisler will take his top off. Show his titties. This is a good one. It's a $10 one. Hey, we oh, hold, shit. We got to hold on to that one. Yeah, that's the champagne room. Going. There you go. Tasman. <laughs> that's the bottle. <laughs> The that's the VIP room. <laughs> a bottle of Fireball and a ten dollar coupon. Oh my gosh, the chisel's <laughs> <chizzer> ready. <laughs> okay, back to you, Double D. So anyway, a fourteen-year-old Kristen Hunter spokesperson yep. said uh, that the person camped out at the store overnight after leaving home. So obviously got so into a, a fight with mom and dad and decided to camp out at Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> that was her safe haven. She's like, "Where am I going to go? Uh, looking around. Oh, we got that at Bed." 
Bed Bath Beyond. Yeah, oh, there we go. Oh, it gets better. How they ended up? The teen wasn't harmed. What the fuck's gonna happen at Bed Bath and Beyond in the middle of the night? <laughs> they do have they, boxes stored on high shelves. There, they right? do. Right. Stack them pretty high. The name wasn't immediately released. Did they say how old she was. Fourteen. Four, okay, that sounds like a fourteen-year-old idea. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they would wind up at a Bed Bath and Beyond. I, I mean, would. If I was running away at fourteen, I know that's not where I would be going. I'd, I'd be go to going, IKEA. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> they, got they got bed set up. They got furniture. You'd be all set. No, but you know what? They don't. Ikea's got like. One Allen wrench. One Allen wrench <laughs> to put it together. No, but they're already <laughs> set up. The demo units. No, but Bed Bath Beyond's got those soft, cuddly yeah, sheets. Yeah, they do. Oh, that's right. They have cuddly Ikea, sheets. Yeah. I, Ikea's like sleeping on sandpaper. That's you know, true. Like, I can cuddle up with the Varm Luke pillow. <laughs> or, uh, they actually got food, though. I also Bed Bath & Beyond. You go to the snack section, you get, you know, they got like jelly beans and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, stuff. they have the impulse yeah. buy section. Impulse but, buy but section. But so does Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, they, they got the Keurig. Keurig. They got all the different Keurigs and shit. But Ikea has a freaking food court. Yeah, but it's like, they who got wants those little meatballs yeah, and everybody oh, goes crazy over Swedish, Swedish, Swedish meatballs. meatballs. Fucking who wants meatballs at 8.30 in the morning? Uh, well, it depends on and what you're doing until 8.30 in the morning. About 20,000 Belgians the last time I was in Belgium. <laughs> Is there an Ikea in Colorado? Because <laughs> I guarantee you there's some motherfucking meatballs. Did she get released to the parents? Is she awaiting court? Last time I heard she ran away again and now she's camping out in the McDonald's. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. She's in the ball pit. In the, in yeah. the play place. She's yeah. in the ball pit. She came they let her out with pink eye. So. It's, an, in, it's an indoor play place, though. Yeah, but right? she's got balls on her chin. Oh, uh, no. Ooh. She's 14, dude. I'm not giving you any points on that. I'm taking, I'm taking points away. No. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. All right. Uh, I don't even know how to close this one out. Tasman already had two kids at 14, so that's true. <laughs> My balls were on other chins. <laughs> well, that, that might 20% off your next $50 purchase, motherfucker. Is double D's. Quick bit. All right, for my quick bit, I'm introducing a brand new segment. I went through multiple articles, by the way. I thought of what I was going to bring to the show. I am going to bring something to the show that has never been done before. I wanted to bring it last episode. We ran out of time. A segment that I would like to call Where's the Lawsuit? Get ready! Now, I have this weird superpower. It's kind of, uh, maybe it's a genetic mutation. Some may call it a weird habit. But I, when I listen to a song, I can pretty quickly hear when they've ripped another song off or they might have inspired the melody. Or, you know, maybe, who knows? They ripped them off blatantly. Now, this is not a trial of guilt or innocence. Consider this more of a grand jury trial, okay? I'm just going to bring evidence to the table. Now, first, I'm going to play the person who ripped somebody off. Then I'm going to play the person who was ripped off. And for your enjoyment, just to drive it home, I'm going to play a mashup of the two songs together. Now, the first one that I'm going to be bringing to you guys is one that's already been known in social sphere. People already have judged this song. But I'm going to bring it in as an example. Exhibit A. Let's start with Scottish singer-songwriter, Louis Capaldi. Oh, yeah, I know him. Know, yeah, know him well. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Got his CD the whole entire nine yep. years. And I got his do they track. have CDs anymore? They do, they do at Best Buy and Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> 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 um, let's listen to his romantic ballad, Someone You Loved. I need somebody to hear somebody You guys heard this? I love that riff. I guess I kinda like the way you know the pain, know the day. Alright, so that's that's that's
that's his song. In the early days of the internet, during the dawn of memes, there was a man who was on Newgrounds.com and had his video go viral. One of the first viral memes of the internet. A man by the name of Gary Brolsma. Who did the Numa Numa dance? You guys seen the Numa Numa dance, right? Let me play this song for you in case you forgot. You guys know the dance, right? I do remember that song. Yeah. I remember the song. So this is from a song, uh, this is from a band called Ozone, called Dragosti Dente. That's the Numa Numa song. Everybody knows Numa Numa. But the similarities between the two are so obvious that an artist by the name of Owen Denver did a mashup, and it's better than anything that I could have done. So this is Owen Denver. Shout out to Owen Denver. This is his version. I need some It works. It's the same, it's the, it's the same, same melody. It's the same words. It's the exact same it's melody. Exact same. It's a straight yeah. up riff off, right? All right, so that's, that's the example exhibit. But you know what's actually even worse? Um, Louis Capaldi kind of looks like Gary Brolsma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they kind of do. They look related. He looks like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed she oh, yeah, he kind of does. Louis Capaldi looks like Ed Sheeran. He looks like Ed Sheeran. Very so nice. that's a complete ripoff. Yeah, so another ripoff. <laughs> another ripoff. Uh, Louis Capaldi, you freaking <laughs> Or thief. maybe it was Ed Sheeran. Let's go on to the next tell. one. Never can tell. Now, these have not been identified by the court of public opinion as ripoffs. These are brand new and ones that I have identified on my own. So we're bringing now, this to the table? I'm bringing this to the table. This is for the three of you in this room and the listeners to pronounce judgment upon them. I'm going to start with an Irish boy band known as One Direction, who released their hit single in July of 2015, a song called Drag Me Down. Take a listen. Nobody, Sad. nobody. Sad I know that song. I'm I so was glad wondering you why you were. I got nothing, Tasman. All right. That was released in July of 2015. Now, two years earlier, in September of 2013, Apple released their iOS 7, which contained brand new ringtones, one of which being a melody called Silk. Now, it was a favorite for users who use the newly installed alarm clock feature on the phone because of its calming mood. However, after making the connection, I, like I'm guaranteeing everybody else who hears this, will be unable to unhear the similarity between the two songs. What does Silk even sound like? Well, let me give you a listen. Holy shit. Wow. Two years before that. <laughs> now, imagine making the connection and now all you hear is the combination of the two. What would that sound like? How about a, a new little mashup I've entitled Drag Silk Down? Drag me down. Wow. Well done, Chisler. Well done. Thoughts, boys? Guilty? Guilty. 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 So they, st they stole a ringtone. One Direction, Steve Jobs would like to see you in his office. <laughs> well, that'd be a little difficult since Steve Jobs is dead. 
he'd still like to see you in his office. He need to go talk to Simon Cowell. Why? Simon Cowell's the one who signed One Direction. I'm sad that I know that. Why do you know that? I don't know why. why. Yeah, why, why do you, do you know, know that? Don't. Interesting. He does. Have, he probably he had his daughter at that time was probably 14. At that time, yeah. Yeah, this is daughter's <laughs> boyfriend number one. Daughter's boyfriend number two. Oh, yeah. 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 She's Man. like the number five now. But. All right, so let's get on to exhibit C. Let's not talk about daughters. Now, artist collaborations over the last couple of years, now that we're moving away from physical music media to basically downloading off the internet or listening to it streaming, artist collaborations are becoming more and more prevalent. So one that not only was a great pairing of two individuals, but it actually spawned some love. It's beautiful. One such case being Sean Mendez and Camilla Cabela, who partnered up to make a hell of a gem entitled Senorita. Let's take a listen. How the Chisler's dancing. He really, he, oh, really, dude, he really loves this shit, man. Dude, this is a fucking nice, cool song. This is a song you should be drinking to. Okay. This is what you should be drinking to. If you're in the Bahamas or something like that, this is what you're drinking. You need a Mai Tai with this. Exactly. That's Senorita. Collaborations, they're the trend now. Well, let's wind the clock back. 32 years. Yes, old 32. fuckers. 32 years. And guess what? Collaborations were big there as well. Collaborations co-branding they were popular too athletes on Wheaties boxes and oh and on video games as well so what happens when you pair an Italian plumber with a pigeon loving boxer from the Catskills New York yes you get Mike Tyson's punch out which is one of the best collaborations in the 80s in my opinion and it also gave us this gem the training theme from Mike Tyson's punch out Chisler find this stuff. Now, the, the similarities are a little less apparent on this, but when I if combine the two, listen, th I want to be very clear. I did not change any of the tone. I just changed the speed of this clip. This is the result. Say, if you slow down the training monologue, I can see where that's... Yeah. Well, let's happen if you speed up the singing to match... I can do that too. ...the speed of the training theme. Wow. <laughs> All right, now what do you guys think? Is that pretty, pretty, pretty it's, close? It's pretty close. close. All right, so that one's that one's more of a reach. Okay. Yeah, that's it's, pretty damn close though. It's man. a bit of a reach, but it's just slowing it down or speeding it up. So you know what? My dad always told me, "Don't recreate the fucking wheel." Well, they just did. <laughs> but they did. Uh, here's the I thing. Was, I mean, there's only so many notes you can play. There's only... Exactly. Okay. All right. So if, if, if you exhibit, find a good beat, go with it. There's the Jesus loop, which is the most sampled drum loop that's ever been done. If exhibit A and exhibit B and exhibit C were not damning enough and were not closely aligned, let me introduce exhibit D, an undeniable ripoff of seismic proportion. Seismic. More than Exhibit A? Let me introduce Imagine Dragons out of Las Vegas, Nevada, who took a risk, rolled the dice, and gambled that their 2018 hit, Natural, would not be discovered as a motherfucking ripoff. For context, here's the clip. It's got a good beat to it. Love this song, man. Yeah, I do. I, I know Wheels song. loves Imagine Dragons, he, but I'm going to tell you does. why, and he I'm about to show it, you why. I freaking hate that band. Cause you're a natural. That's pretty good, right? 
How, gentlemen, how did no musician, no producer, no copywriter, or no fucking fan of music ever realize that this song, and this beat, and this melody had been released 27 years prior by a band on a different coast? Just take a listen. Holy shit. Wow. Put a little East Coast slide. All right, so with that being said, let me introduce to you what I call natural Philly. I think I, yeah, it's close, but it's not like it's not like under pressure and my uh, size baby close though. They're, the chord progression is exactly the same between the two songs. The speed is only ten beats per minute off between the two of them. It's a, it's a little sinister. I think it's a damn good mashup. I don't know if it's exact, but I think it's a damn good mashup to put the two together. Yeah, I'm not hearing as much as I had on the other ones. I think Chisler is going to become a DJ. Wiki, DJ Chisler is starting to make he's his... He's going to be a mashup DJ. The prosecution rests its case, and that, my ABC, BBD motherfuckers, is my motherfucking... Quick bit. Damn right. Wow. Double D's over there taking pictures. Yeah, hey. Hey, how don't, you doing? Don't, uh, don't Instagram that shit. A couple of uh, episodes ago, we threw out the Chisler challenge, yeah. and you guys responded. So thank you so much for all of your love. Uh, and as promised, we're going to take a few minutes and read some of your emails. And don't worry if you haven't sent one yet. We're going to continue to do this. Uh, if you guys want to send us feedback or any questions that you have, we're going to continue to do this. Let's do this. E-Money, we're going to go round robin, E-Money and I, answering these questions. I'm going to go ahead and take lead. Our first email is from listener Brandon. Uh, he writes, awesome show, gents. I listen to you guys on my commute. I'm also in Atlanta, so you all know what that's like. And it helps me kill the time with a laugh. Something I've been wondering, have you thought about video casting the show? Well, first off, thanks, Brandon. And fuck Atlanta traffic in the mouth. But at the same time, we've discussed doing a uh, video cast. And in order to keep both of our identities safe, we're going to need to put a little bit more thought into it. But yeah, we'll, we're going we're gonna to think about that and, and contemplate on how to make that work. But if we do, uh, please do not watch them in traffic, okay? Um, <laughs> I know that's a big pet peeve of e-money's. E-money, this one's yours. Next email's from Shahab, so. Oh, yeah. Shahab says, Chisler's challenge completed. Can I get a weekend social? Hashtag white claw, no laws. So what what are we gonna do? We're gonna do a weekend social. Come weekend on. Weekend social shahab! Oh yeah. I'm stuck in the deep chair, so <laughs> weekend, <laughs> weekend. Double D is in the is in the deep sitting chair. <laughs> weekend social. You ask, we deliver. Mm. Thank you, Shahab. This one's from um Listener Cole, happy that I found this show. Keep it up, gentle bitches. Well, thank you very much, Listener Cole. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Let's see. Imani, you got one. Ah, this one's ah. from this one's from Carlos. Sub boys, your show rocks. I gotta say though, why Chisler always doing the trivia? Why don't he ever play the games? I'm a bet if Imani made Chiz do that list, boy, he'd be sounding stupid as hell. How about it? I'm down with that. Imani, yeah, e you bring you bring me a trivia game. I'm gonna play it. Okay. I am the master of useless knowledge. Trust me. The non-equitable useless knowledge. No, it's this coming. guy. It's two, coming. Who's got two thumbs and knows more shit that you don't get paid for. This guy. <laughs> right uh, here. Right here. Over here. Is that called useless knowledge? It is. Oh. Except when it wins you a, um, a scratch-off lottery ticket that actually pays There we off. go. What's the verdict there, man? 
I'm down. We're going to do it next show. Next show. All right. Next E-Money has put a prop bet out there. Next show, there's going to be an E-Money trivia game coming up. All right. Last one is from listener Patrice. Yo, Bruce. B-R-U-S. Bruce. Bros. Bruce. Bros. Bros. Didn't have the umlauts over the U. So, Tasman, you you know about umlauts more than <laughs> you being German. I've been to Germany once. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Yo, Bruce. Best damn show. What would it take? To get me a champ belt. All right, let's see. Three things could get you a belt, and I'm gonna I'm gonna order them in in order of reasonability. First, you can buy one from a reputable site off the internet from anywhere between 129 and 199 bucks, and they'll do it custom made. Second uh, alternative is you can drink a shit ton of White Claws, about 350, about 50 bucks in supplies, and 30 hours of your time to construct it or third you can come on the show and beat chisler's list i love that you love the belts and if i had a better liver or i won the lottery or had endless hours of the day again in order of reasonability or chances that's going to happen i'd make you one patrice but again thanks for the emails and everyone thanks for the emails uh keep doing the chisel challenge write a review subscribe to the show and then send us an email at the weekend social podcast at gmail.com and we will read your feedback on the air hell yeah brother Right. Man, our belts are fucking expensive. They are. We drank a lot of beer. Wait a minute. I think you need to show Double D. But it's D not the, beer. I'm need, sorry. Need we to drank show, a lot of seltzer. You need to show Double D the belt. I see one well, sitting there. I see it over E-Money, there. E-Money left is at home. I know, but at least show him the Chiseler belt. He's seen it. Oh, I saw it. Oh, did you? As soon as I got here. Okay. Oh, yeah. I walked in the house. So I was like, hey, how's everybody doing? He's there with the belt. And I was wearing it, dancing wearing around. It. My needs cleaned up. Fucking Chisler's butt naked with uh, fucking belt running what you, what, What's wrong with it, E-Money? Well, I, I I wear it at night. Don't. It, I'm not taking care of stains. <laughs> you, you can take that shit to the fucking cleaner. <laughs> uh, double D, this is your first podcast ever. Absolutely. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. How are you? Well, I'm great. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go play thirty love, fucking thirty love. Nice. I walked into it. You, how you doing? It doesn't matter how you're doing. You just rock me. Uh, evidently, you're from the northeast corridor, probably from the Bronx. I was born in the Bronx and grew up outside of the Bronx. All right. So when did you move to Atlanta? Two thousand seven. Okay, and you had been in basically in the the northeast. Pretty much, it. yeah. How, how was how was the the change of life? <laughs> yeah, you I, go from a city that's like pounding your ass every fucking day. If you don't move or don't walk on the right side of the the, they know, will street, call you out. You you're gonna get a shoulder check at best. Yes, and then you know you come down to Atlanta and it's just a. It was definitely a different world. Someone actually, when I first came to Georgia, someone I said, "How you doing? Good." And they went on this whole thing about, "I'm fine." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't give a I fuck. Don't, how I don't give a, a fuck how you're doing." Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's like just, seriously, it's just like saying hello. It's a one more response. Shock. I was right, and they were in shock. Like it's because you don't you're care. from the north, man. Like you, you don't, don't care how I'm doing. I could give a fuck how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this one on a whole tangent. Oh, my wife is great. I'm like, whoa, I don't care. Do I do I look like I give a do shit I look about? Like it? I give a shit. <laughs> Does your wife mention me at night when you're making love to her? Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's what you say back, right? My culture shock didn't happen in Atlanta. It actually started in Cleveland, Tennessee. Okay. Because when I moved to Atlanta, 
uh, with our former employer, they made me do a six-month project in Cleveland, Tennessee. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, so I pretty much get off the plane to get into the car every week, and I was there for five days going to Cleveland. Uh, ASMR uh, fanatics, you can actually hear uh, E-Money snoring <laughs> in your right channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I get to Cleveland, uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Now and that is the closest big city to Cleveland. Chattanooga. Is Chattanooga. Chattaboogie. Chattaboogie. Chattaboogie is what the Tennessee folks call it. Chattaboogie. Chattaboogie? Yeah, really? Seriously, yeah. it's not Nash Vegas. It's Chattaboogie. Yeah. So I'm waiting outside our old facility that we had there um, with somebody who I worked with, and all of a sudden this guy pulls up and he's got this big Confederate flag on the back of his pickup truck, and he's pulls into the lot, and I'm just like I'm literally two seconds off the plane from New York. Yep. And he's talking to me, and all I could do is stare at this guy's truck, like yep. in shock. And he and he finally turned around, and he's like, "Is there a problem?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no." I said, "I'm sorry." I said, "Where I come from, I just you know, you see the Confederate flag. He goes, "You don't get your ass kicked for that. You can't walk around New York." And he goes, "You listen to me. The South will rise again." Jesus, and, I, and I'm sitting there like. Holy shit! I am not in fucking uh, Kansas anymore. Like that was like my welcome to the South, and he was dead fucking serious. He wasn't even remotely kidding. So that was my uh, it, welcome to uh, welcome to Atlanta, baby. Yeah, so it was. It's definitely different. I mean, I love Atlanta. I love being here, but yep. it's definitely it was definitely culture shock. You have that was my welcome in. I guess I had to learn different languages, like y'all. Y'all, yeah. I, I, occasionally, I'll let a y'all slip out after. I've you do it yeah and i, I hear of you guys use guys use guys guys use guys there are things about new yorkers that you can absolutely pinpoint you're a bruce springsteen fan negative i am the complete opposite i am the anti-bruce springsteen what fan. the fuck i told you i was i am the anti-bruce springsteen all right first number, of all he is from jersey bridge and tunnel doesn't play it's, oh it does play the, he, the rising yeah. album alone bah. sinatra Sinatra. Oh, yeah. All right. You know, and, and now, here's, and it was, here's the ultimate question. Okay. Pacino or De Niro? Oh, Pacino. Thank you very much. That's where you win. Yeah, Pacino. Hua. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, the Bruce, you, you know, like, I never have anything against his music, whatever, but he got very political back in 2000. He, had, he basically caused a war with the NYPD. Yeah. Um, well, the NYPD arguably caused the war. Yeah, they may, you know, he just put he put a he light, put music yeah. to it. You yeah. Know. <laughs> you know, there's certain things. You know, there was an unfortunate incident back in New York where a young gentleman was shot uh, by NYPD 41 times. 41 right? shots. And Bruce Springsteen came to Madison Square Garden and played that song in front of NYPD, and it was pretty rough. Sometimes you just with music now, I just wish people would just keep the politics out of it. You know, Hell yeah, man! Just get back to like doing drugs, drinking, and banging chicks. I yeah, mean, but you know. <laughs> musicians, musicians shouldn't be in politics. Well, yeah, but the two don't mix. But they no, influence everything. You can be noticeable or whatever, but you don't have to and, and influence. But you look at musicians shouldn't influence politics. Politics shouldn't influence music. It just uh, dude. Just, one word. Bono. Bono is the king of politics. But that's uh, still fucked up. I don't guys, agree with anything it, that Bono it is, does. It is guys, fucked up, dude. No, wait. It is guys, fucked up. Look, you know, some people like a little bit more fiber in their diet. Some people don't. Um, one, of, one of my favorite bands, Pearl Jam, yep. is very hyper-political. And I've made light of it before. But you know what? I, I can I can get with the music. If it's a good song, it's a good song, regardless of the political message. Right. Bob Marley changed the political scheme in Jamaica. Speaking of that, I've got to watch that Netflix Yeah, show. we do too. We still do too. We were planning on doing it this weekend. We got distracted. 
what's going on in the world will always inspire what artists talk about. You can't say that they're going to sure. be like on the other side. If you don't agree with it, you don't have to listen to it. You don't oh, absolutely. Like it. And again, I'm getting back to the brute. I just, I just never really got into his music. I mean, the political aspect, I think, turned off a lot of New Yorkers at the time because yeah. it was a very sensitive subject, mm -hmm. right? You know, as a New Yorker, you're sitting there going, well, how the fuck did that happen? You know, yep. like, but it happened. So you sit there and you go, okay, it happened. And then all of a sudden you have this icon who is in this area who shows up to like the Mecca of New York City, which is Madison Square Garden. Yep. And just threw salt on everybody there. And it was just like, fuck, couldn't have let that one, you know. He made it He made it better a couple of years later with the Rising album, which is honestly yeah. like one of the best albums ever. I don't want to go too deep into that. Yeah. But that is a fantastic album. I did have a question for you. Shoot. Tasman and Double D and I, we had the same... Uh, employer. That's how we know each other. Yeah. We joked around a lot at the office. We had a good time working together. I really do miss working with you. But you have you have the unique gift of having seen Tasman at his finest and his not so finest. Yeah. So I, I was wondering, do you have like an embarrassing Tasman story that you could bring to the table? I don't, I don't have an embarrassing task. I think I had the one that probably made him silent, okay? <laughs> to the point of like, I've said things in my career which have made people somewhat speechless. You, yes, you Except have. Except Tasman never, because we were so close, he would just like, that's ah, whatever. But I had it's that one that I actually made him speechless and he couldn't believe it came out of my mouth. And it was after Tasman's wife died. Yeah. You know, when that happened, I was on the phone with him every day. Yep, you had a bed, good, you know. But when he came back to work, he, we, we, my office was actually not in the same spot as Tasman's, right? Yes. But I showed up there because I want to make sure. It's like his first day back. I want to make sure the Tasman is okay, yep. right? So I go back and everybody's treating the Tasman, you know, with kid gloves. And they're like, hey, Taz, could you take a look at this? What's your opinion on this? So I literally get up. I stood on a chair and I go, everybody, get over here right now. Taz lady had told me in a dream last night to treat the Tasman like shit again. He is fine. So cut this crap out. The whole office was in shock. They're like, is he the most insensitive person in the entire world? I, I'm, I'm going to answer your question right now. He's from now. the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He could be. He could be, but because I knew shit like this was going to happen. Yep. Like, Tasman needed to come back to work and be back to, in his surroundings. He did not need to be treated like a new fucking puppy. <laughs> speaking but, of puppies, how many can you throw off the roof? Oh, that was the other one that may have silenced a few people. I forgot about that one. Wait, what happened? We were in a meeting with, with your old committee that you worked on. Oh, yeah. Okay. That that thing, yes. That thing, that right? Was, yeah. That was we a very powerful. Very thing. powerful committee. And you remember the leadership team that was part of that Yes, committee. I remember that whole team. That whole team. Yeah. And they I were constantly, together. we had a company that we were doing with that was constantly making the same mistake. Yes. So you may have heard this story and I, I turned know. around and I said, listen, how many puppies are you going to throw off the building before you realize they don't land on their feet? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tony's in the room like, Tasman's oh my God, oh, Tasman's in the room. And he's like, that just come out of his mouth? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. Uh, Double D would do this. He would say the, the thing in a boardroom executive meeting like you're talking about like surrounded with a lot of goddamn lumber i'm talking about heavy hitting motherfuckers people are that are making like six zeros behind their salary uh, dude. and and double d would walk in there and say all right let me just tell you how it's gonna go dude the best uh, here's the, the best fucking one was again hard hitting lumber motherfuckers sitting around the table yeah we're talking about 
We're talking about different people in their career path. We're fucking throwing jelly beans at each other. <laughs> HR's in the room going, you can't throw jelly beans at each other. We're like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> this is my meeting. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the bottom line is folks like myself, you, Chisler, and, you know, a Tasman there, like, they're never going to have people like us ever again. Ever again. There's a reason why. Jelly beans and jelly beans. puppies off the building. Well, they, that's yeah. that's you guys. <laughs> I left for a different reason. Yeah. How um, many puppies? Uh, they That company threw a bunch of puppies off the freaking building, let me tell you. The other thing I wanted to ask you, Double D, you know, it's it's odd that you're running into my family all the fucking time. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it, this is so funny because my sister, I you don't, I don't think you you know my sister, but she knows you. My sister in law, my brother, they both know you. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you see my family more than I do, yeah, which I, is it's funny as fuck. Oh yeah, I mean, how they been? <laughs> they, they're doing well. Wondering how you are. So, well, you know, you know, kids were in the in the same I don't know gymnastics class, class yeah. and then they were somebody said, "Do you work for?" That other company. Yeah. And he goes, oh, my brother-in-law did. I'm like, who's your brother-in-law? And they said, the Chisler. Chisler. Yeah. And I'm like, you yeah. know the Chisler? I'm like, oh, I know the Chisler. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, there, was, there was this one initiative that uh, Double D brought in. And there was a competing rival. Somebody who spent a lot of money that I was in charge of overseeing. Again, the Chisler overseeing money. Yeah. Which is, the, you know, again, you know, that's what I do. Double D wanted a sizable chunk. $20 million. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that much. But he's yeah. like, yeah, okay, I've got this surefire way to spend money at the end of the year. Here's what it's going to do. This is this is when I saw you come in and like absolutely rock these motherfuckers. It's the I think it's the thing that actually got you Up just to, yeah, that was it. That was the project. The, that was the the lift off moment. Yeah. You got in there, you came in and sold it. You're like, "All right, I'm gonna, I need some advice coming in how to do how to do." You were a little bit nervous. Yeah. From you then to you now, completely different person which is the coolest thing and I, I'm gonna say that I'm saying this as like no, I'm I, saying this as a, as a friend it's really cool to see how far you've come from that point to now so yeah. he grew up uh, he did Dude, he glowed yeah. up he glowed up he glowed up E-Money if you would have seen the three of us ten years ago <laughs> compared to where we are now completely different oh little boys I, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't say that. It was just was a little bit more uh, rose-colored glasses. Rose. Yeah. Oh yeah. Than what we are now. Now it's more of a fuck you as opposed to let me help you out. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you think? Now I'm like I don't give a fuck what you think. You say you say no twice, yeah. and if they come back the third time, okay, tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean you have those career moments when you have folks like Chisler and the Tasman who you can sit back and you go, well, who are the people who did something? Thing or said something that puts you on that trajectory. And yeah, I know exactly the, the meeting that was. I mean, my career changed with a five-hour car ride with Tasman. From uh, Pittsburgh to Indianapolis. In, in, Indianapolis. In snow. In snow. Saying, hey, why don't you go try to do this thing? I don't know anything about it. He goes, you'll figure it out in a few days. And that changed my career. So yeah, I mean, sometimes you have those moments with people that who you trust and you go, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'll, I'll go for it. And then, you know, you surround yourself then with people who are somewhat smarter than you. For me, that's not too hard, but you know, <laughs> but you, you know, you create teams of people who are smarter than you in some way. And yeah, that helps you do really wonderful things. So yeah, I mean, I'm dude, I miss working with out. you. I've worked with you again in a second. Yeah. Never a dull moment working with you. <laughs> you were, you were the, you were the biggest colossal pain in the ass, but for the right reason so i say that i say that you're a new yorker i get it yeah uh, a lot of people don't I, I swear to god i got nothing but, but respect for you man. no fucking I, awesome 
That was it. Was I miss those days? We should figure out how we get those days back. Yeah, there's always. <laughs> if I figure out how to make money on this thing, then, then, oh. then we're well, there. we're just gonna go hang out at Tasman's uh, little enclave down well, there. Well, Tasman the on the yes, compound. Tasman, uh, how's how's the pig? Pig's good. <laughs> yeah, Petunia's doing all right. Petunia the pig. Yeah, you man. Pig? Yeah. You got a fucking pig? Yeah. Are we going to eat her? You're going to eat? That's right. Are we going to make bacon? <laughs> I, let's wait. Let's wait for no, the uh, 2020 election results. She's a little little pig. She's only about like 60 pounds. Where the fuck was I for this? I don't know. You're always on Facebook. I found no, I know Facebook. I did. How did you not find this? I did not find this. Is it a pet or is it eventually going to be? It's a pet. Is How it a much? pretty pig? She's cute. <laughs> they put coconut oil on it and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, my God. Seriously. You lube it up. We lube it up. <laughs> it's a grease pig. You got to catch it on July 4th. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Tasman, question for you. Yeah, man. How many slices of bacon have you fed the pig? <laughs> <laughs> so, we have not made the pig cannibal yet. With deer teeth. <laughs> <We're dear dentures. laughs> I'm just wondering. All right, so do you have any embarrassing double D stories you want to throw down? Oh boy, not embarrassing. I'm gonna give Double D a shitload of credit right now. All right, oh boy, we've mentioned this a hundred times over. Yeah, the time that when my wife passed away, this is the one guy that stepped up to the fucking plate. Well, thanks. Well, I mean, you did, you did too, but no, Double D was the guy. No, that he came, was. Double D was the guy that came out of left field that I didn't expect. Yeah, Double D totally stepped up in, in ways that I could not. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing about it was, like you said, he mentioned when we went back to work, he told everybody treat him like still, shit. I was, was at the fuck, office that, that day. Still, I remember that day. It was still a fucked up day when he told everybody just you know treat him like shit. It's okay. Um, after about twenty some odd days of being out of the office yeah but double d was the guy that really took care of business and just made sure that i was good i mean he called me every fucking day made sure that shit was squared away let's let's get out of that all right the way i met double d was in new jersey we had just opened up a brand new facility and he comes walking into the shop he goes i need more fucking forklifts i said get your ass out of here don't fucking leave me alone you guys actually hated each other at the beginning it's not so much a hate It, it was not so much a hate it was more of a just a don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you type mentality. I told him to step his ass out of the shop, get out, go back in the warehouse and go deal with he's got to deal with. After that, it was pretty much when we started. We, had, that, we, were, we were, they forced us to work together. And that's when the brotherhood happened. And then yeah. there was a bunch of other stories after that. That, that is so glossing it over, dude. Tasman <laughs> came back from this trip in New Jersey. I remember this vividly. He comes back. He's like, I met this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name was Double Something. <laughs> and just when you meet him, you'll understand. I'm like, okay, 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 Taz. I met you. I'm like, okay, I totally get it. <laughs> and for about three months, it was like I had a 15 minute everyday bitch session from the man to my left. I can't, I got to tell you what this douchebag did to me today. I got to tell you. And so I'm getting these one sided stories. Then some switch flipped. And it's like, yeah, so my buddy. My buddy Double D and I we went out. We went out and had some fireball, and like we were at this trade show, and it was like it was crazy. We were out till three. I'm like, wait a second, you you guys were like ready to go steal cage match. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. funny. Somebody the people were saying back then is like, you know, watching uh, me and the Tasman tear up the trade shows together. I oh, mean, and then and you guys just like completely bonded from that point on. Oh, oh, one other thing, Tasman, that I, I apparently your pig's great. You don't have an attack pig. Apparently, what happened with you got some stitches? Did you? You snitch on the pig? Snitches get stitches. Yeah, seriously. What happened? What happened was... Um, so you've got some bruises and some, some I've got cuts. some bruises and some stitches. So I fall have, down the stairs? No, I have a couple pit bulls at my house. All right, couple. Michael Vick. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, no, not in that way. 
and I also have a German Shepherd boxer that doesn't get along with them. So I accidentally let them get together and they got into a big fight. Separated. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Two of them got into it and I had to get in the middle of it. And in the middle of that, my left arm got pretty freaking chewed up and my right hand, my right thumb got basically sliced in half, bit in half. And I had to have four stitches put in my thumb. They did not attack me. I was trying to break them up and I had to get in the middle of it. And then I have one dog that's right now at the vet. I'm texting with Silver Street back yeah. and forth right now. He's at the vet. We need another couple hundred dollars to pay for his medical bills. Jesus. So it's it's a freaking mess. Have you ever heard about sticking your foot in and not your hands? I tried that. My leg got bit too. Oh. But um, I actually beat them with a leaf blower because <laughs> that was the closest thing I could grab. Leaf blower looks like someone was murdered yeah. on it. <laughs> Chisler's speechless. I, 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 I'm not Chisler's over there speechless. I mean, I, I'm not I, touching I, that. I've been in the dog fight thing and I've definitely seen some dogs go crazy. Dude, these two. And these it's two. always my wife got fucked up, dude. The the honey badger got fucked up. Yeah. Honey badger has a fucking a scar that goes all the way down her from her a whole dog entire arm from a dog. Yeah. Shoot. Oh shit. I mean, I'm gonna have a fucked up little thumb. <laughs> yeah. Right well, you got another. My gaming career's over. Yeah, hey, dude. yeah, that's that's why God gave you two. <laughs> that's why God gave you two, you hey, jackass. Yeah. I've cut off three. They're still here though. <laughs> all right. So my my, my hand my, my hand model in the gaming career's over. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you're not fucking people up on Fortnite no more. No. <laughs> but uh, Jesus Christ, Tasman over here, Visual Bit Audio Podcast. He's like building the, the great. Leaning tower of Pisa. I'm the great the wall. wall. The great wall of Seltzer. I'm building the wall and I'm paying for it. Hey, you're you're making um, dog fighting great again. That's awesome. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. So, E-Money, I did have some some questions for you, but I can't talk about it, <laughs> half of them because of, you know, I'm being respectful. But you have a lot going on over the next couple of days. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, I love it. I'm going to say it this way because I'm not going to speak about a specific incident, but I am going to say between you and the honey badger, I love your parenting techniques. I want to to say that in a very complimentary way. Thank you. Something that that is very coincidental is that Double D has a husky and you have a husky. I do have Both a husky. Both with the same name, Thor. He's got a Thor. Is yours, is yours a runner? Uh, no, we did the electric fence mm. first time thor went across electric fence and got zapped that was the end of that will not cross it again i did the beat the ass step one does, raise does your, head. step two <laughs> ass beating does your husky bring prizes to the back door yes yeah how many possums is yours taken out a lot yeah <laughs> last night double d junior goes Daddy, Thor has another dead animal in his mouth. And sure it was. Another possum. Now, yeah. was it fully dead? Did they die? die? Oh, no, yeah, well, typically, they kind of fake it. They do. That's, they do they fake play it. possum. I mean, Tasman could tell you about women faking it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I can talk about how you fake it, faked it until you made it. <laughs> That's true. He did. He did. He did. No, he but totally this, did. No, I actually left it at the back door for like four or five hours to see. If it would, no, it was. No, you left it out there for about like six years and then you made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give yourself the, give, give yourself the thing for that one. So. Uh, you're going to, you're going to have freaking McEnroe this? All right. There like, you go. Love I'll give it. There you go. There I was going to go scoreless tonight. But, no, no, you uh, got one. We've had the four possums and we had the raccoon that she was playing catch with with our black lab. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's how it happens. They, they want to bring it in the house. They want to sit there. So they want to think. They it's want a to toy. give it to you. They want to give it to you as a prize. E Money was playing with Thor at his house. This was last weekend during the Ohio State game. Oh yeah. And he beat you on one. It was like best two out of three. He did this like this match with him. Best two out of three. And E Money would not step down. His back was kind of hurting. He would not step down. This husky was giving it his. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen a man work that hard in a lazy boy ever. It was, oh. it was the best thing. He's like, I'm not giving a team of her. Then I threw this damn toy over, and this dog did a backflip. <laughs> Little, like, it pulls the puss. Literally. It pulls the puss. did a backflip in the middle of my living room. I was like, what the fuck? Landed straight on his back. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, our Thor doesn't play. He doesn't care. She's. You throw the toy and she'll just give you this look like, what are you doing? One more thing I did want to ask you, and this is going to touch on teenage daughter, but in a, in, in a different context. Sure. Yesterday, you were telling me that you are not going to do the Jeep for a teenage daughter. You have gone a different direction. I found out that it was really, really expensive to insure my teenage daughter on my Jeep. I could have told you that fucking six <laughs> months ago. <laughs> Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Try like, having three of them. Uh, what can I afford to do? So they were just like, you just need to buy something that's under like 15 grand that you're just willing to take a wash on. Yeah. And I was like, really? I offered him my car. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hey, I got a nice Ford Focus. Dude, you just just want me to throw away 15 grand and they're like, pretty much. Yeah, dude, I just grabbed my grandmother's 1991 Honda Accord, brought it back from Chicago. It's got only 70,000 miles on it. Oh, what are you doing with that? It's going to be my daily driver. Oh, okay. She's getting a nice damn car, though. She is getting, get? It's between a VW Touareg and, uh, <laughs> and an Infiniti. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 wait. What? What? She's going to get a really nice car. You know the first one's going to be wrecked. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. You need to get what we call back home a hoopty. A hoopty. A hoopty. But the whole entire thing is she wants a 1976 Ford Bronco. She wants to, like, dude, I can can kill that one for you right now. Tell her to come to my house. I've got an 86 Bronco or what's left of one that you can say. You can have that. Really? That'll that'll end that conversation when she says that. Well, end that conversation real quick. So tell you what, (laughs) we're going to continue this conversation. The cliffhanger here is which one is she getting? The VW Touareg or is she going to end up with the Infinity? Tune in next time, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It's Merry Christmas. That's going to be her Christmas present. I think we've done did it, gentlemen. I think it's now time for the main event. The main event, which is, you guys have indicated a lust for the title belts. Mm. The championship podcasting belts of the world. To do this, you have got to defeat Chisler's List. That's right. Chisler's List. Now, Imani, I have to do this. It's a ceremonial thing, but are you going to participate no, with these dude, two fuckwads? I am abstaining from this one. Very because- good. Ha <laughs> ha, you motherfuckers. You never add shit anyway. I do. Okay, so because Double D is yes, the rookie podcaster, he is going to be the game runner on this, okay? okay. I'm going to explain the rules to you. Okay. I have a list here of 10 things, 10 items. The two of you, Tasman and yourself, are going to take turns trying to name all 10 items on the list. Now, if you guess incorrectly, you're out. If you repeat an answer that's been named already, you're out. If you can't guess in three seconds... You're out. But if you guess correctly, you're still in. Now, given that this is the deadliest game in podcasting, with an unbelievable 
10-0 record on the weekend social. Thank you, E-Money. Because you suck. I'm going to give our <laughs> special guest... Ooh. You're at 40 love now. Sorry, man. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting dangerously close. I know because and now we give we give rewards for winning the game. I'm trying to wrap that up. Yeah. You, well, your wife said that you need to do the same thing. <laughs> you need to wrap that shit up. Right, right, uh, I just macro myself line judging. There. So given that this is the deadliest game in podcasting, I'm gonna give our guest host Double D three gifts. Three gifts. The first gift that I'm going to give you is self-resurrection. You can bring yourself back into the game at any time. Okay. E-Money and Tasman Visual Bit Audio Podcast are doing signals back and forth, like base signals, like, okay, steal. You can bring yourself back in at any time. Second gift I'm going to give you, it's Tasman Resurrection. You can bring Tasman back in at any time. Erection. Yeah, you haven't had- Tasman Erection? Yeah, you haven't had one of those in fucking six months. (laughs) You're right. Blood, the blood's not flowing like it should. Um, <laughs> no. The third thing I'm going to give you, because this game is so deadly, I'm going to give you the Chisler's superpower, which is the power of editing. What is the power of editing? Well, the power of editing is a curious thing. Makes a one man weep, makes another, another man, man sing. sing. You can choose one of the five options that I've given to you, or being from the Bronx, I know you like to negotiate, so I'll negotiate with you <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> You could say, I'm going to fix it in post, which means no three-second time restriction. You can say, I'm going to make it an outtake, which means it gives either you or Tasman an additional resurrection. You can say, I'm going to run in with a steel chair, which means I'm going to let you call somebody for 45 seconds. I'm going to have a stopwatch, but you have 45 seconds to call anybody you want for a lifeline. Okay. You can say, I'm going to break down the fourth wall, which means I'm going to give you the hardest remaining answer on the list. Or you can say, hashtag make podcasting great again, and you can start the entire thing over with 10 (laughs) brand new items. You guys both get resurrection power, but you have no power of editing. Oh my God. These are the gifts that I'm going to give to you. Thank you for all those gifts. Thank you for being so gracious. Like people usually say, oh fuck, you're you're being so nice. This is a kinder, gentler double D these days. Yeah, there you go. I'm so confident that you two trivia pussies, I'm just going to say it, cannot beat Chisler's list. Not only am I going to give you those gifts, those three gifts, I'm going to also give you a clue about the list. And if you two trivia pussies can beat all 10 items on Chisler's list, I will shotgun a Chiselweiser. I have not been on the podcast with a Chiselweiser oh, in a yeah. long time. No, you haven't. really. Damn. I will shotgun a tall boy Chiselweiser from Chisler's cooler and take a shot of Chisler's liquor. Wow, he's wow. doubling oh, up. He's doubling the up. old grandpa Chisler's liquor. That's he's... scotch, and you don't shoot scotch. No, that typically doesn't end well. If you win, you win big because you're the game master, but uh, Tasman will get the consolation prize. Okay. If you guys lose, you guys both will get consolation prizes. Cool? Cool. That, is that okay? The category <laughs> for tonight's Chisler's list is in the category of pop culture. Difficulty, Justin Bieber. Oh, fuck you. The topic of tonight's Chisler's List are the top 10 best-selling video games of all time. Now, the clue is four out of the 10 are specific to one platform, but I won't tell you which one. Double D, you're up. Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers, number six on the list with 48.2 million copies sold. Tasman. Resident Evil. Resident Evil is not on the list. Double D, back to you. 
Pac-Man. Pac-Man is not on the list. Now, what you're gonna have to do now is either bring you or Tasman back in. I like to resurrect myself. Like somebody not getting the fish in the newspaper. You back in! Back in the game! Back in the game! Double D, back to you. Donkey Kong. Double D is out of the game. You have to bring Tasman back in at this point. I have to. You don't have to. You can you can use one of the Chisler's powers of editing, and you can start this thing brand new. Yeah, I'm gonna start it brand new. Oh my God! Hashtag make podcasting great again. This is the second time that this happened on the weekend social. I could go nuclear. I could go easy. So I'm going to pick a category: geography. Geography. Your new category is geography. List difficulty, Justin Bieber. <laughs> the the topic of your second Chisler's list. Now you have no more power of editing, by the way. You only have self-resurrection and Tasman resurrection. Okay. The topic of your second Chisler's list, and you guys being in the business of trucks, hopefully you guys should know this. The top 10 worst cities in the United States for traffic tie-ups, according to the NRIX Global Traffic Scorecard, based on the annual time spent in traffic. So the clue is five of the 10 are in states on the West Coast, okay? That's a healthy clue. Double D, you're up. Los Angeles. Los Angeles, number five on the list. Atlanta is not on the list. What? Double D. New York City. New York City, number four on the list. Now, you can bring Tasman back in if you want, or you can just let him sit and marinate for a little while. It might, <laughs> might help. Let him soak in his own juices. I'll let him soak in his own juices for the next one. I'm going to go with Seattle. Seattle, number six on the list. You're doing well. You got three out of the ten so far. Keep going, D. I'm going to go with San Francisco. San Francisco, number eight on the list. You want to bring Tasman back in, or you want to keep going? Hey, I like to resurrect Tasman. Tasman, like he is re-erected. <laughs> He's got the blood flow back in his <laughs> trivia penis. Tasman, you're up. Chicago. Chicago, Illinois, number three on the list. Back to you, Double D. San Diego. San Diego is not on the list. Uh, back to you, Tasman. Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas is not. Now, you have one option and one option only, Double D. You have got to self-resurrect. I am going to self-resurrect. For the final time, he has risen from the ground. Double D is triple D. Into this podcast, ready to go. You're up. Five remaining on the list. Miami, Florida. Miami, Florida is not on the list. And the chisel remains on drunk in the tap. Team World Husky Weight Podcasting Champions remain the podcasting champions of the world. Counting down the list from. All right, do you guys want to go the old old list? No, 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 The traffic. All right, traffic. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to that in a minute. But for the listeners, because they got to hear the first list, if they wanted to know the top ten best selling video games of all time, they are going to hear them from ten to one. Number 10, Wii Sports Resort. Number 10 on the list with 33.1 million units sold. Number 9, Mario Kart Wii with 37.2 million. Number 8, Wii Fit with 43.8. Number 7, the Pokemon Red, Yellow, Blue, Green series with 47.5. Number 6, which was named Super Mario Brothers with 48.2. Number 5, PUBG, otherwise known as Player Unknown, Battlegrounds with 50 million. Number four, Wii Sports 
82.9 million units sold. Number three, Grand Theft Auto 5 with 110 million units sold. Number two, one of my favorite games ever, Tetris, which is what I play. Uh, my calendar looks like that every day. 170 million units sold. The number one best-selling game of all time. Anybody got it? Anybody got a free guess? Zelda. Zelda, not, not it. Fortnite. Not it. Happening, thank you. Double D, anything else? No idea. E-Money? Nope. For all you guys. Minecraft! See, I would 180 I'm million like, units sold. Getting to this list, counting down the list from 10 to 1. Busiest shit traffic cities in America. Number 10 is West Coast, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I knew it was. With 112 normal. hours per year spent in the car. Number 9, Philly, PA. Motown, Philly spends 116 hours per year in the car. Number 8, which was named. San Francisco, California with 116 hours per year. Number seven, another Pennsylvania state, Pittsburgh. Really? Pittsburgh with 127 hours per year. Number six, which is named Seattle, 128 hours per year. Number five, Los Angeles, which is named 128. New York, New York, number four for 133 hours per year. Number three, which was named 138 hours per year for the people living in Chicago, Illinois. Number two, Washington, D.C., oh, yeah. with 155 uh, hours per year. And number one, which no one named, Boston. Park your car and have really? a yard and take the freaking subway because you're going to be spending 164 hours of your year in a fucking car. I find it hard to believe that Atlanta did not make that list. It was not on the list. Mm. I told you guys that was the hint. I gave you guys a clue. I could be a real dick and stump the fleet guys with a traffic question. I done did it. He I done was, did it. I done, done did, did the dickness. Wow. Well, gentlemen, all right. So you didn't beat Chisler's list. We are still the tag team Husky Weight podcasting champions of the world. Champions of the world. But you guys are not going to be walking away empty handed. Well, you might. Uh, but you'll at least get a commemorative piece of paper. <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. I'm going to start with Taz, man. You know, sometimes you can be laid back. Sometimes you can be a little extreme. And I like that, you know? Yeah, you be extreme. How about some extreme green? Prizes starting at $10, over $21 million of prizes furnished by the Chisler via the Georgia Lottery that printed the thing, but paid for by the Chisler. You can win up to $300,000 matching your numbers to the winning numbers. Win the prize shown for that number. Get a rap cash symbol. Win, win that prize. Uh, instantly win 50 bucks. Get a money bag symbol. Win all 15 of the prizes showed. Courtesy of the Chisler, printed by the Georgia Lottery. That is for you, my good man. And double D. You know what? What? Well, it's good to get paid. It's good when you're paid double. More double money, D. More money, more problems. You know what? <laughs> How about the $500,000 payday double? Whoa. Double D. Ow. You can win up to 20 times. You can win up to 20 times getting any of your numbers to the minute. Match yeah. some shit, win some shit. <laughs> it's kicking get, in. Get two money symbols, win double the prize shown, get a flying dollar symbol, and win instantly $100. Um, I've got coins for you guys if you want. Don't scratch too hard. Scratch on the table, Tyler. This is ASMR Podcast. E-Money's looking lonely over there. Yeah, E-Money got nothing to scratch. I scratch, man. This is for Honey Badger. Alright, here we go. Alright, Tasman. No, I, 
Jazz Man, you know what? Usually you come in here and at least get something. Unfortunately, you are not a winner tonight. I'm sorry. Damn, Jazz. Um, e money because because you are, are because so good e so good at drinking scotch. I feel bad. You're not scratching. You should be scratching. He's been scratching his balls He's, all night. Yeah, well, I you can been. scratch the bonus box with the 500,000 extreme cash giveaway over 170. Whatever. Match any of your winners. Yeah, match something, win something. Get a an extreme symbol. <laughs> Instantly, 50 bucks. Get a star symbol. You're famous. And get a money bag symbol in your e money. And that's courtesy of the Chisler printed by the Georgia Lottery. And there is a uh, penny that I'm going to give you in just a minute. There you go, and that's for you, and Merry Christmas. Double D, not a winner. Not a winner. Not a winner. I'm sorry. It's, just, uh, it's trash. What am I doing with this trash? He's really trying. Uh, well, not a winner. Damn. I you said Better luck. I, I will say that I think we are the biggest winners uh, at the table because we just made a fucking hell of a podcast. Hell yeah, yeah we did. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. I'm sad that we didn't at least have some, get another ticket so you can burn that one too. Nah, it's all good. Well, Tasman, yeah, always, man. always a good damn good time. Fuck yeah. Every Nuh-uh. time. We can't. Nuh-uh. You can't, you can't say that about Taz. What? I'm just talking about Taz. I love you, Taz. He's a bad mother. <laughs> E-money. Actually, I do think you need a wallet that says bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker? He does. He does. You really do. He, he needs something funny. I don't. I don't know anybody who like could earn that more than you. He is really good. Whose wallet is that? The one that says bad motherfucker. I watched that with the Happling, by the way. That was fucking awesome. So, Taz, man, uh, please give your... Pig, a hug for us. <laughs> Give Silver Streak all of our love. Tell Absolutely. her that we appreciate her lending you to us for the evening. It's always good to see you. Fantastic time. Absolutely. Anytime that you want to come on and drive the 48, 48 miles, you're more than welcome to come on. I'll be here anytime you know that. We're going to get to you, Double D. Promise you, you're going to be closing this thing out. E-Money. Yes, sir. Is it happening? It is happening. Where? That's your, that's your wife. Where? What are you talking about? On the river? Is it happening on the river? Dude, we don't talk about the shit that happens on the river. Why not? Because what happens on the river stays on the river. You're goddamn right it does. You're the grand high poobah of that shit. And if it doesn't stay on the river, I think you need to lock it down. It's been too cold on the river. It has been too cold on the river. Oh, you're good, man. (laughs) Chisler. Double D. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Did you have fun? I had a blast. I'll come back anytime. We will have you back anytime. Absolutely. We are going to let you... As our newly crowned first, as our virgin podcaster, we're going to let you sign it out in any way that you want. Now, before we do, I'm going to say to the listeners, thank you so much for all of your love. Thank you so much for all of your support. And we are going to continue to keep kicking ass. And with that, we are letting our special guest host, super special, extra special guest host, Double D, sign it out in any way that we choose. We thank you. Super special. Double D. Cheers. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Merry fucking Christmas to all you guys and uh, happy New Year's. Enjoy the next podcast, which will come out because I'm sure the Chisler and E Money will definitely drive that one home too. So. Yeah, in 2022. 2020. <laughs> Make my podcast great again. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it needed to be. There there you go. Go. Yeah, yeah,